Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Struggling with the Bums with myself and my other co-hosts, Eddie and Daniel. On this episode of Struggling with the Bums, today we're going to be talking about character and all the things that kind of come with that. Uh, let's get to it, guys. Um, Eddie, what does what does character mean to you? Yeah, I think it's kind of like a complicated question because, you know, as we talk about, you know, for our audience that doesn't hear our conversation before we start recording, obviously there's like, you kind of think of it as personality, but then there's also morality and other things, philosophy. And I think it really just comes down to like your actions and what you do as the character itself. Um, I think not everyone can really read your mind and we can't read other people's mind as cool as that would be. And I'm sure, I'm pretty sure Daniel mentioned that back on like our first episode um we can't see into other people's mental like processes but we see their actions so i feel like character is more about like what you do with all the morale like all the morals that you may have your personality all that stuff which is why it's a little bit different than like our episode on morality because morality is like we can go back and forth for a long time talking about these situations but it's also like what are you actually going to do and what have you done that kind of shows that and I'll add this and I'll, I'll send it over to Daniel. I think recently with me being in my master's program and talking about positive psychology, you know, I actually did have to study Aristotle um, a little bit in some of his talks on character. Um, and I think one of the things that came out of it was characters are also like your strengths too. So it's like the things that you do consistently. So Daniel. Daniel. Interesting. You know, it's, it's kind of funny because I haven't really had to talk about or haven't really had like a sit down discussion about character since like elementary school or even middle school. Cause I don't know if you know what a magnet school is or at all, but both of my middle school and elementary school are those. And then especially my elementary school is, I don't know if you know, I think it's like the seven cubby habits or something. I don't know if you've learned about those, but I know that was in there. I'm pretty sure. And I, I know they were growing up, they talked to us a lot about stuff like that but I mean yeah I, I guess I do agree with you Eddie in the fact that it's something that is kind of hard to define but um looking up the definition in uh, the dictionary I guess I don't necessarily disagree with it either and it pretty much is just like yeah the mental and moral qualities distinct to an individual and I'm just like oh, okay I mean that kind of encompasses what you were talking about Eddie but yeah, I mean, I just, yeah, there's there's a lot that goes into it, because um, even if I had to explain the definition, sometimes it's like, okay, I think I have something set, and then it's like, well, you know, actually, it can encompass this, too. Um, that's why, I don't know, I've, I feel like I haven't used character as a, like, in that way to really describe stuff before. I feel like I used the more, like, subgroups to describe thing but um yeah I mean it's pretty pretty <laughs> interesting I really yeah Bryce yeah so the definition because when I started thinking about character I I wasn't really sure what it really meant to me so I kind of looked up the definition and it's the mental and moral qualities distinctive to an individual and you know Eddie I think Eddie said it the best to how it made sense for me in that morals are what you believe of right and wrong, but character is the action behind them. 
So it's like, you know, it's like the real deal. You know what I mean? You may believe that cheating is wrong, but would your character actually show that you truly believe that or not? And I think that's how I understand character the best. Going into that, why do you guys think character is so valued in a human being? Because I, I know specific, I know multiple stories within the bums where we've seen dudes who didn't have good character and we all were like, fuck that guy. And I know, I'm not going to name names or certain situations, but obviously my point to that is that obviously character means something to all of us. Eddie, what do you think it means to you? Like when you're like seriously meeting people, like, I, you know, man, I'm going to like, I'm going to throw it back and I'll let you guys work maybe a different angle, but my angle is going to be like a little throwback to like human biology and psychology where like, you know, going back thousands of years, right. Humans are developing. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, yeah, exactly. Our evolution of our prefrontal cortex, uh, the ability to essentially override our instincts and things like that. So, you know, at some point in time, humans began to come together and go, you know what, if we work together, we can get more meat for this. We can, you know, protect more people, that kind of thing. Like, and I know it's super simplistic and I'm thinking more of like the, the nomads and the hunter gatherers before we became more established civilizations. But I think that kind of concept eventually came up and it became that point of a bit of a character. So from like a biological perspective, and I guess that would fall under anthropology maybe too and sociology. Um, that's kind of where that character comes from where it's like, that's why it matters to us because it's like, we know that we can work together or we can trust each other or I wanna be around you kind of thing. And then nowadays, obviously we have it more well-defined in different areas, like, you know, being honorable, accountable, right? Like being fair, you know, that kind of stuff where we appreciate being around those people because we vibe with them and that kind of stuff. So I'll, I'll do that. I'll say that part, but I wanna have you guys like probably jump into the rest of that. Daniel? I mean, to me, I just have a simpler definition kind of with that or an angle because, yeah, no, I mean, I agree, I agree with Eddie the whole thing, but I feel like it really just boils down to not being a, trying to find people that aren't dicks and jackasses. So <laughs> I feel like that's the whole goal. So, yeah. I mean, I know, I mean, part of my language, but, I, but yeah, I mean, I feel like that's essentially what it boils down to though. I mean, because it's not like you want to, be hanging around someone that is going to backstab you later down the road or like put you in a messed up situation kind of like even if you want to go all the way back to the whole biological standpoint eddie like say you're like have this group that you're with hunting and gathering you don't want someone that's going to steal all your fish that you catch or you know if there's a lion attacking you push you in front of the lion and escape themselves so <laughs> yeah <laughs> You know, I'll use that to kind of piggyback and maybe in a different context. You know, I think it was interesting that you said, like, the group and everything like that. And I think, like, tell me if I'm wrong, Eddie, early Friday football, when it, like, first three weeks of school, um, you know, we would play football. And, like, it was very apparent that I sucked very badly in the beginning of football. And I – for me, that was like a really big insecurity because like everybody in America knows how to play football or at least from where I'm where I was from. That was the outlook. And so not knowing how to or anything like that was difficult. And so I was really nervous about it. And so like Eddie mentioned, you know, I had all this nice stuff because I was like, oh, I'll get the stuff and then I'll be good at it, you know, or I'll be better than I was. And 
far from the truth, but uh, yeah, it showed me like who you guys, who a lot of the guys were that I'm friends with today because, well, everybody's helped me get better at learning the game, understanding the game, catching, you know, running routes. I mean, still today, I have to ask Eddie what route I'm going to run, but you know, it just showed me a lot of character from like the group of people and the people that didn't help me and were actually dicks about me not being good at football. I think Eddie can conclude that they didn't stay around that long. Like it was weird. It, you know, I, I mean, I don't think it was anything specific, but I, I do think that was interesting that it seemed like joint character of the group. Nobody liked the two people I'm thinking of, you know, and it was just very abundant. I'll just add on real quick. Sorry to cut in, but like, I think to that point, it's that idea of um, the actions, right? Like the whole, like, okay, you were there. Yeah. We still made fun of you, but like at the same time, you'd be like, all right, Bryce, this is what we got to do, right? You got to change your hands. You know, this is how you're going to run out, stuff like that. Um, I think something that Daniel was on to as well was like that whole point of like, I don't want to be around dicks, but like even more so like everyone can get those vibes, right? Like we're like, someone's like, I just don't want to be around these people that much. You know what I mean? You don't want to expose yourself too much to these people. Cause it's just like, I don't want to say like they steal energy or anything like that, but you could tell like they're a damper on the mood and things like that. So you just kind of avoid them. And like, that's, it's funny because yeah, eventually it was like, we're tired of that dampening on the mood. We just want to have fun and be ourselves and just be together. And that's kind of what eventually happened. So yeah, definitely mm-hmm. combining you guys' points. I mean, sometimes yeah. if you hang like, I mean, I guess two ways you hang around with negative people, you're most likely going to end up being negative or like you hang it in terms of like business and everything. And it's always kind of said like, Oh, if you hang around people that have like a poor mindset, you're going to end up poor as opposed to people that want to be successful or are successful, they'll push you to do better. So I kind of see it like that too. In a way. Yeah. You know, back to your point too. Dude. Oh, go ahead. I- okay. I was gonna say, this was actually hilarious because my, and asked me a question about the people in my life similar to that daniel mm-hmm. and they're like oh like you know it was mainly about like the people that were friends or like our girls that are my friends and stuff like that in our group and i'm like oh yeah they're all like actually doing something like we're all doing something you know what i mean like so yeah. i think to your point there definitely is that eventually i think the people a lot of you associate with especially going afterwards are mm-hmm. you know hopefully you surround yourself with really good people that are getting ahead so shout out to all the bums that are currently getting ahead you know, and I, and I think even thinking about my own situation when I was first coming to college, you know, I just come from playing sports like my entire life. And it was like I played very competitively. And it was one of those things where if we didn't win or maybe didn't succeed, it was like, you know, we're not talking to each other for a couple of days. Like it was just I don't think it was necessarily malice, but it was just maybe frustration over the situation. And that was something I really liked about the Friday football squad when we started doing intramurals. It was like we would. Well, we didn't lose a lot, but even when we lost, minus a few couple rare occasions, uh, you know, we would still hang out and do fun stuff later. And it didn't end either with this quote unquote football season. Like this was a year round thing. And that was something that was really new to me. And again, it just it just helped reestablish that I liked overall what the character of the group and the people within the group was. So I don't know. That was just kind of my little final thoughts on that section uh moving forward does anyone have a character oh never mind sorry i skipped one eddie is is character something that can be defined by one event i feel like you know by what by one character 
by one event. Yeah, low key, bro. Yeah, yeah, low key. Because all right, so like, this is gonna be funny for some people. Maybe say Ulysses S. Grant, right? The general from the Civil War, apparently was a very high character individual, right? Like super fair, good judgment, like good person, kind of. I can't say whether or not he hated slavery, but I believe his position was against slavery. Um, I mean, he helped the United States pass, I mean, he helped win the Civil War, obviously, helped them pass the 13th Amendment, which gave the right to vote to um, black males, I believe. And I think the later ones, freedom and stuff. So anyways, he was doing good stuff, but unfortunately, something that tarnished his character, so to Bryce's point, like that one thing that tarnished his character, his cabinet was corrupt as he had a lot of people around him that did not have high character or share his morals and that kind of tarnished his legacy as a president um so i think there definitely is i mean it's that whole idea of like you know if you know someone that cheated like on their uh, significant other it's like you kind of look at them differently so it definitely is that that one moment that can be defining but you know there's also the positive side too where you know, someone stands up for someone else, right? Like someone's there for someone else in those moments, you know, lowest moments doesn't have to be, but chooses to do so because like, that's what's right or whatever. I mean, that's also, you know, character defining. So yeah, it goes both ways. What about you, Dana? Mm, I mean, I do agree with what he said. My only thing that I, I wanted to add to that is like, yeah, it can be tarnished pretty severely, pretty quickly. But I, I wouldn't say it's something that you can't exactly come back from either. I mean, because there are some situations that you could. I mean, it's always good. I guess where a perfect example for me is the whole situation with Joe Mixon in college. And then it's just like, for me, like, that's always there. But it's like, that's why I'm kind of eh. But I mean, then you point at other players too that have come back with a similar situation like I think Tyreek Hill was one and so it's just kind of like Adrian beat your son <laughs> yeah and then but there are there are some that have never come back from it um Ray Rice <laughs> so I mean just situations like that it, it it's like yeah that can define but I feel like it I mean it's not always like i guess if you learn from it it's not always like permanently character damage yeah for sure i'm gonna jump on exact daniel's point so bryce i know that i don't know if you were there for the talks bro i'm sorry if i bring up some bad memories but during fall camp they bring in speakers and ryan leaf came in and i think he's still a little bit narcissistic so i won't completely talk necessarily about him but at least he's trying to do something kind of positive even if it's a little bit hollow but there's another guy, um, he can't, he's the one with the coffee bean story where like, if you put a carrot in like hot water, it will just harden. If you put an egg in hot water, it'll soften. But if you put a coffee bean in hot water, it'll like flourish, right? So he's a guy that got addicted to like, I think meth or coke, I forget which one, in Texas. He was robbing houses. Like he finally got caught, thrown in jail, um, and then got out after like 10, five to 10 years, I forget what it was, um, and turned his life around completely. Like he goes, he gives that talk. He has a book out there. He's super open about it, experience in prison. He feels terrible about all that stuff. He wants to basically like help other people do better. And he's definitely not hollow. 
Um, and so to Daniel's point, I think that's one example of someone that like did something bad in the eyes of society and even in the eyes of like his friends and family, but came back and is back. You know what I mean? Like it was able to come back from that. I don't know why this reminds me of it, but um, just kind of going what comes into my head at the moment. Have you all seen the Ozarks at all? Yeah. Well, there's a part where like the head kind of of this, I guess, group of the um, Mexican cartel was talking to the, the main character of the show, um, kind of going through, I guess, the whole hustle of things. And I guess he was talking about, I think one of his maids or something got caught stealing. Um, and he was asking the main, like main character, Marty or whatever, um, what would you kill her or, um, let her have a second chance sort of. And his whole point essentially was that, um, you don't know how many times she's been stealing essentially, but this is the one time she's gotten caught. So essentially the, the move was, yeah, you should probably <laughs> kill her, but yeah, I don't know why that made me think of it, but I, I know I didn't exactly tell it as well as it is in the show. I'll, I'll probably send the link to you guys to that later, but yeah, I mean, that's essentially long story short. But I mean, coming back to the first point, like, yeah. why does it matter? Why do we, why does it, we care about it? It's because of that. Like, I mean, yeah. I know that's just a TV, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm sure there's cases like that where it's like someone yeah. does something. It's like, oh, that's the one time they got caught. Or is it actually just the first time they did it? You know, it's like, you're really yeah. questioning their character and who they are. Exactly. I think to make it more personal, I'll reshare a story about someone we all know that, hey, I think he has good morals and values but his character is very questionable at times. And, you know, without giving too many details, because I don't want the people that got involved in the situation to maybe have this aired out, but basically we had one friend who had these question, questionable character uh, house it for another friend. And, uh. you know, essentially a lot of bad things happen while you house it and the person claimed ignorance to it all, but you know, it, it it's definitely like one of those things where it's like, but you, sh but you should, you would, you should know. And so, you know, I think that was something for me. I think, I mean, I have multiple friends. I have other people I know that I question their character, but that was someone that really threw me through a loop because I had known them for like two years and thought that, you know, thought they always meant well and they would always, rise to the occasion and do the right thing and they had to that point but that was the first time where i was like damn man you you let me down with what your care with your character there and, and like as much as i hate to say it that was definitely something that i don't want to say I def maybe i do define them just not heavily define them by it but it's always in the back of my mind whenever like like i never asked that person to do anything for me again i never like i keep them a little farther than I do my other friends that I've known for that long. And like, even that, I, I, I thought it was frustrating because like, you know, in some aspects, I think we all didn't know fully what happened. And so we kind of took, we, because of his past character, we believed him more, I want to say, than what he, we should have actually done. I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of curious, like, you guys know what situation I'm talking about. I'm talking about from a character perspective, 
like looking back, I think I failed in my judgment of that said person. Like maybe I gave too much Lee away. I don't like. Yeah, I mean, but like I'd love to hear your take. I, I don't know because I had a situation different from this happen with a different group, and honestly, bro, it killed me, man, killed me. Like this person that I had held in high regard did something really just bad. And it was like, it kind of hits you and you're like, you're fucking kidding. To be honest, it was worse than the situation we're talking about. So like, it was like, dude, this is just not good. And it is that like, dude, that I just like fail on my judgment to like, but to your point, it's like someone that's like, for the most part has been fine, hasn't had any issues. Like, it just seems more like a lapse of judgment for them personally. And less so on us. Because I think it's it's also not, and this may sound dumb, but re-watching some shows, you know, I think it's one of those things where, like, the blame doesn't fall with you. It falls with the person that did something bad. Does that make sense? Like, it's, it's not yeah, your I, fault, right? Like, it's their fault. So afterwards, right. it's kind of like, I don't need to laugh to judge it on you. But it is hard sometimes, man. You, you, if you don't always know what's going on, like. I think it's tough because, you know, the two guys involved, obviously one was in the right and one was in the wrong. and. You know, I just knowing how it kind of affected things with the relationship with the guy that was in the right. I don't know. I just I just look back and it's like, man, I wish I would have maybe done a better job at perceiving one's character. And I, mean, I have another friend that I don't really agree with a lot of his character and we've clashed about it. And it's like, but at least I know where he stands character wise. Like, I think that's what really threw me through the loop. It was just so out of character, maybe is the way to think about it. But I don't know. Daniel, any thoughts? Have you ever, like, had someone that you thought you had at least, like, an idea of their character, and then they just completely, like, kind of, like, switched up on you or anything like that? Mm, I mean, the biggest well, – well, I mean, this didn't happen with, like, everyone that I know from North Carolina, but I know for sure, like, when I moved out here, like, a lot of people that I thought were close with just slowly – did not keep up or care like because i had friends like i get it over time like things kind of fizzling out because obviously three thousand miles away from each other but um i have still kept in touch with a lot of them or a few here and there but there was a lot like the day that i left it was just like all right i don't know you anymore (laughs) so i was just like oh it's like that whereas like i was just like okay like after all like pretty much going through elementary school, middle school, everything, all that, and, like, just to be, like, oh, all right, I mean, that's the only time I can, like, think of off the top of my head, um, because, like, I feel like recently, especially as I got older, people that I feel like have questionable traits, I usually am, like, kind of, I don't know, always prepping for something like that, so if something like that happens, and it's, like, okay, well, I wasn't, I know what I was signing myself up for, kind of. So I feel that I think it's harder when you're younger to like I think yeah. there's a lot of like learning about what character means, morality and stuff like that. A lot of learning mm-hmm. about and being in like maturing. So I think when it happens like in college, there's still some I don't want to say some excuse, but I think even more so it's an opportunity mm-hmm. to learn from. So like yeah. me thinking like trying to be the bigger person, like stuff that's happened that you know I've had to talk with other people with or they've talked with me we've been able to get through it because we're more mature about it. We learned from it and we're like, yeah, you know, like 
we put it behind us, we're able to work through it, that kind of stuff. I think that's also important and shows high character. So even if you had that moment or a few moments where like it just kind of fell apart, you can still come back from it when you're like leaning on, hey, this is what's right. You kind of lean on that morality first and then you take that action that shows what your character really is. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm going to take the time to transition to our <clears throat> bum moment. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I really don't necessarily know if I have like a specific story about bum moments of character. You know, uh, uh, without getting myself in any sort of trouble, uh, actually, you know what? There's no way for me to tell this story without getting myself in trouble. So mm-hmm. we're good. unless you guys got something for the bum moment, I, I'll, I'll make it up for two bum moments next time or something like that. Eddie? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, no I think to- when I was younger, like I, uh, you know, I'm like, I, I don't know if it's a completely character. I think, I think it was actually low key. I think it was a friend of mine. We're having fun, whatever. And I was like, I just said something really stupid about them. Like in the moment, like trying to tease them. And I'm like, man, they came out so wrong. And it was like when I was younger. So it was like kind of hard for me to apologize you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And eventually yeah. later it was kind of like I learned like, yeah, I really should have just been like, yeah, that's my B. I should have, you know, said something differently. And I did eventually, you know, apologize. And I definitely felt bad. But it is one of those character moments where like you're still learning about how to be a good person and that kind of thing. And, and you make mistakes and you say the wrong thing and it kind of like, like, ah, shit. But you kind of come clean about it. And I know it's not great bum moment at all, but like, I don't want to share too many details, well, but like, yeah, it's like I, mean, I was a kid just saying stupid shit about people, and you're like, damn, dude, like that's just. Have I uh, told you all about my um, early soccer fiasco? So, or I mean, I'm sure y'all have already could tell this, but sports, especially soccer, and some of the others that I was, I really excelled at. Um, obviously, I was very naturally gifted, so. I was a little kid, I guess, especially since this was when I was doing club soccer. Um, I think I, I don't know. I, it was at least like six, six, maybe something like that in that age range. But we we're obviously playing up in a higher division than like our age group was. Um, but we we're playing a team that was obviously really, really bad. And my uh, naturally gifted self was running circles around them and having fun it's to the point where yeah I I was kind of being a dick like I was toying with them a lot of the time um and I was just I forget uh forget what I was doing but essentially I was like toying with this one player and I did the nan and a boo-boo you can't catch me during it (laughs) like I was a dick and yeah I ended up scoring but um I guess what was really humbling is after the game, my dad, well, my dad was pissed at me for doing that. And he made me apologize to the whole other team after. And I was just like, yeah, as humbling as that was, I definitely needed that because definitely low kid version of myself at sports needed to be brought down a couple pegs (laughs) with that. Oh, that's actually a great story, dude. Yeah. That, but again, that's like the, when you're younger and growing up, like that's the stuff that you like definitely yeah. have to learn. Like, uh, yeah. So <clears throat> going off that, Daniel, because I think you even kind of listen to our next speaking point of the next one, can one change their character? And, and does character define someone after they change? And 
You know, I, I, I want to talk about, I'll use myself as an example because I think a theme when I was younger uh, for me was, you know, in eighth grade, I played football in the sense that I came to one, one spring practice. I did the summer, summer workouts and I played for, I played two weeks of like fall season. Didn't even make it out of the preseason as I learned. And, you know, I, I quit because, I mean, you guys saw how bad it was when you first met me. I was worse then. I mean, I couldn't – I was a wide receiver that couldn't catch. I didn't know my routes. I got hurt. It prevented me from playing soccer during soccer season. And all those are our excuses. But, you know, it was definitely – I mean, it wasn't, like, the easiest decision for me because, like, character-wise, I do believe in finishing what you started. But I think – I justified my actions because I was losing something that I valued more in soccer due to it. So I justified quitting and that always like really aided me. And, you know, sometimes I think you have to, failure will reconstruct yourself in a way. And, and my point being is like, I, I, uh, when I enlisted, you know, I, I went to basic training and the first two weeks you do in processing, so you don't do anything. And after the first week, I tried to quit again for three days. And you know, I'm not proud of it, but I kind of came to the realization after the third day of, like, this isn't who I am. Maybe this is something that I don't think I can do right now, but I have to try. And I, and I say that because I think anyone that really gets to know me knows that one of my biggest characteristics is, like, I'm a tryhard. Like, I'm always going to try to put in that effort. And I think that, you know, I just bring that story because I think that was something that from those two failures, like it really helped me grow and define who I wanted to be and who I did not want to be in life. And so I think about that a lot because I think my character did change a lot in that aspect. And I think my, I came, I became really very strong opinion about my morals and values that everyone, you know, everyone knows. And with that, my character became very strong from that. And so, I, you know, like, I just, I don't think those two events define me, but I think they help define me in the same sense. I don't know if you had like a take Eddie on, you know, maybe a similar experience or something like that. Uh, I kind of wanted Daniel first, switch it up a little bit and then I'll. Um, All I was going to say about that was, I feel like characters every or how do I put this, is always ever-changing, for better or for worse, with certain things. It's something that you can build up, and it's something that kind of like the trust can be destroyed pretty quickly. Um, so I feel like it's ever-changing, and, and just because, like, I guess, say you start out with bad character, or, or with or not, not the greatest, it's not something that you can't improve upon either, that, like character-defining moments or things can help build like I know a lot of people in the military or get sent to military school because they're little shits to start out with and then all the military discipline and all that helps them more in character and certain other things um and the other life lessons so I know that's a big thing um I've heard going around um but I mean I don't know I feel like a lot of military thing would be a lot of great things for especially the youth of nowadays um but yeah 
that's that's a whole other tangent. <laughs> yeah, that, that's unfortunately something yeah. that we can't completely control yet. But uh, I agree that there's definitely some lack of character yeah. coming up. Um, but I think you know, I appreciate your honesty, Bryce. I think something that I finally have come to terms with myself, you know, as of recently within the last year, is like me quitting football as a freshman. That was something that was definitely I don't. I think I definitely want to say a bit of a character defining moment because you know to your point rice i definitely was someone that was like i'm gonna try and finish what i start you know like that whole thing um and it was just like i had to stop because i just could not mentally continue and i just didn't have like the resources or ability to express that and so i wasn't able to get it done so i just like left it and i was like it's all right i'll be fine kind of like to your point like i was just trying to rationalize and be like yeah you know what i'm gonna figure something else out. And eventually I think the reason I came back to coaching is because of like, now nah, I can't really leave it. Like I have to, if I didn't play it, then I need to do something else within the sport, basically kind of like a redemption almost. And I think now I've come to terms with it. And I think it's kind of realizing like I had to go through that failure be, because now I'm like in a position where I can maybe go back and help people make sure that they don't quit, that they stick through it, that they take the time to learn about, what those situations are trying to tell them and to continue to develop that character going forward. So yeah, I think coming back to the original thing, character is something that that is developed over time in that even if it's not being worked on now, there might be some moment where you might fail, you know, to your own term and reviewing of it, but you kind of learn from it, you build on it. And so maybe some other character moment comes along where you're able to like step up to the occasion. I mean, absolutely, dude. I mean, one of the tipping points to me not quitting in basic was uh, NCO, which is a non-commissioned officer, uh, talked to me and he was like, you know, the guys who quit now will understand later what it means. And I, I didn't fully understand what he mean, meant, but I interpreted it as, like, I felt like I was already at rock bottom and, like, I had failed and, like, it was over. And I, what happened was I hadn't even started. And it was just, this is one of those things where, you know, I, I don't know, like, I don't want to say I wasn't putting in effort, but I wasn't, I wasn't giving everything I could to it to actually make it work, which is what I feel like you, you kind of said, Eddie, like, like in the sense that, you know, you left football because mentally it was just draining you, but then you came to the realization that that's not really the option for you. And from there, you found how to persevere your own path. And I, and I feel like that's such a huge character thing for me because i mean as we all know in life it's not gonna knock you down a peg or two and you have to find a way to overcome you know and i think that is a huge character thing that at least between the three of us you know and i'm sure many more you know is essential to who we are as people i mean don't let don't let eddie uh talking so good about you know college football experience um mislead anybody there were some days where eddie I don't know, man. I didn't think we were gonna. <laughs> I didn't think we were gonna make it, but we did. We, we did. Oh, there were some rough actual... practices. Yeah, there dude. were some rough practices where I was like, "Bro, Eddie may not come back ever again," and I may be right behind him. But <laughs> but but we he showed back, back up. Yeah, he showed back and up. We did it again and again and again. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I, just, I to be honest, I don't know if I could have gotten through that had I not quit football before. Low key. And I would never have been there anyways had I kept playing football. I don't even know if I'd know you guys had I kept playing. So I am, I am like, like I said, I definitely come to terms with it. I'm glad like it happened. It is what it is. I'm here now, but I don't think I would have been able to get through 
the internship if I didn't like to that to, you said the NCO non-commissioned officer said about yeah. getting it later on if I didn't get it and understand by the time I got into college at least a little bit I wouldn't be able to get through that internship I think in hindsight too it's like perspective like I thought I had seen the bottom well actually I take that back I think I had seen what failure looked like and I knew at that point I had wanted no part of it for what it meant in that scenario you know, I think of Daniel, every time I, I talk to him about sports, I really think like Daniel has the same perspective because like, I think Daniel's seen what lower tier football looks like firsthand. And he decided at a very prominent age that he was never going to be a part of it. Like even at the cost of his own health, I think Daniel decided he was never going to be a part of being less than the best he could be. And I think that's honestly like a mindset and a characteristic that all of us look for in other people, because we were talking about this before the call all, or maybe even, I can't remember if you mentioned before the call or uh, during, you know, all our friends are doing something with their lives. Like there's like, we call ourselves the bums as a running joke, but there's no one in our group that's actually a bum. And I honestly think if they were, I don't know how much we would have to do with them as because because we know guys that really aren't doing much and we don't really talk to them as much as we used to you know so i don't know that's just my thoughts on it i know we got a little off the subject but i think that is a strong character point to all of this but i think character is such a broad thing like when we open this up daniel myself you like we all had so many broad like perspective on what character is i think this is all counts because it really captures personality it captures your actions it captures your morality it captures maturity what you learn how you do things that kind of stuff i will say i want to like throw in something for you guys coming from positive psychology that i mentioned previously so like i don't know i've probably mentioned positive psychology in previous episodes basically it's a study of human flourishing um instead of like studying mental illness you study what makes what goes right in a human essentially um, and one thing that's like they found in their studies was character strengths. So not quite character, but in a way, like a, a subtopic of it. And actually, do you guys remember when I had you do that survey and you guys got your character strengths? Yes. Like, it's back in the beginning. So like those are things, if you remember some of them like that you do often and feel strongly about so like my primary one which hasn't changed since i first did it was fairness and like i'm i mean you guys know me i'm huge on trying to be as fair as possible and so it's just something that i exercise a lot and that's like part of my character that gets exhibited you know what i mean so it's like the more you lean on those strengths the more you develop them use them put them in a place like honesty is one of my other ones curiosity um stuff like that like it's kind of an example of who you are. Now that's kind of like in a vacuum to say, because those are specifically where on those lists and on other lists of tests that I've done, doesn't include accountability or something like that, which I feel is like a good character trait to have. So there's obviously more to it than just that, but like, that's kind of like that perspective on it. So I guess I'm wondering, where do you guys put sort of those points? Like, is that maybe more of the specific details of character? Yeah, I mean, I think one for me that I've always held by is honesty. Like, again, I think I'm a very blunt, truthful person. Like, I just, I just don't like lying. And not to say I've never lied and I, you know, haven't even done it necessarily, but like maybe more on like the con, like big stuff. I don't ever lie about the important stuff. 
you know, minor things here and there, maybe sure. But I'm going to also interject and say, honestly, as defined in the values and action survey, isn't just telling the truth. It's also being who you are. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm, I think I'm pretty much as advertised. I like that. I mean, I'm kind of introverted in that aspect of new people. I don't really want to talk to you, but once I open up, I think I am myself. You know, as we've seen from the videos that appeared today on Snapchat, you know, doesn't get much more graceful than that. And Daniel Dennis with the, <clears throat> you know, assist me in the background there. So, Daniel, what, what about you, man? Okay, let me refocus because there, there's a lot of different things. With, so what was the exact question? Because when Eddie was going with it, I was just like, okay, we got. <laughs> I know. So I talked about yeah. broadly because I kind of yeah. wanted to like little flex a little bit to get some positive psychology out to people. Yeah. But um, specifically, like, so we've been talking about character broadly, right? Those character defined moments. And I'll even tack on this other question mm-hmm. afterwards because I don't know if we have it on the list. But do you feel like, let's say that survey that you took, if you can remember any of the strengths that you had or, or looking at it, do you feel like that's like maybe that's the details of character, right? Like that's the those are the pieces that people see. Does that make sense? Like to Bryce's point, he's honest about things. Like that's mm-hmm. the detail you see of his character. Like, how do you feel about like that as far as what character looks like? Hmm. Hmm. I'm, I'm still a little slow on the uptake, but. Don't worry, take your time. Let's see here. Um. I mean, yeah, I feel like character is so broad. Because when I, I meet people or even myself, the stuff that I would, I guess, define myself as, I don't know if my like first thing is like, oh, that's someone's character necessarily, right? Um, but I guess subconsciously, that's what it would be. I, I guess if I were to think like, hmm. Because, okay, I guess taking a look at work right now, I know there's some people that, like, I personally don't mess with because, like, okay, like, I know that's, I mean, I guess, I guess it would be character now that I think about it because, um, I don't know, if, I, I just, I guess I just don't think of the word when I think about it because um, there, there's, there's a few people at work, I call them the three stooges because they're all friends. One got the other two hired essentially, and they all do very sketchy stuff at work or they really don't work at all. So, and to me, it's just like, all right, like I don't associate with you because I don't want to be a part of that whole vibe. Whereas even for me, like, I feel like there's certain things that I like, I like to hold myself accountable to, but even other stuff, it's still, I don't know. I feel like I'm always trying to do better and find other things that I can improve on. And like, everyone's not perfect. So obviously it doesn't happen overnight. Um, but I, I feel like part of it, to some extent, with knowing your own character and certain traits comes to having a certain amount of self-awareness about how you're perceived or the perception that you give. Um, I'm not sure if this is really answering your question, but no, it kind of is because I think you're talking about how, like, it sounds, I mean, what I've been kind of like, it resonated with you is you're talking about people that are exhibiting what you feel like is bad characters. You stay away from it. And that's kind of what I was getting. I was like seeing the details of it. So 
like I said, it doesn't exist in a vacuum, right? Like mm-hmm. it's something that has to be seen. So me saying, oh yeah, I have fairness is my top trait. Yeah. Well, what does that actually look like? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then for you saying, mention accountability, like what does it look like when I'm trying to get better and trying to hold myself accountable? That may not be a distinct trait listed by these strength lists, but that's what character can look like. So yeah, I mean, you did. You did. So <clears throat> these last three questions I kind of had written they all kind of come into one for me because I'm talking about, you know, three years of my life where I felt like I was facing all three of these challenges. So I don't know if this is necessarily the best word, but my question is what happens when character clashes internally and externally? And I think based off of a better understanding that I have now, it's like what happens when your morals don't match your character? Because again, I found myself in an environment where I'll use Eddie as the perfect story. There was a situation with uh, we were issuing some gear to the student coaches and typically we're dicks about it because you guys are on the same peg as us and somehow you guys get more stuff than us in some areas. And so we're naturally upset about it. And, you know, Eddie, who at this time I've been friends with for four years, I remember like even at that time being kind of a dick to him about it. And I was like, and then I remember I did it. And then I was like, what the hell am I doing? Why am I mean to Eddie? <laughs> Why am I being mean to him? And hey, I don't know if you remember this. You were in like the upstairs office doing something with the other interns. And I came in there and I was like, it was like me and somebody else. And we were like delivering you guys your like game attire or something like that. And we were just like, I don't even Bro, you look pissed, remember. man. You like didn't Dude, say I can't at remember all. if I can't remember if we like threw the stuff on the ground or we like threw it in a corner or exactly how it went down. But I remember being a dick about it. And after being like, why the fuck did I just treat my friend like this? And in hindsight, I don't think it was ever you guys. I think it was the entire situation we were in. But still, I think that's something it's crazy because my morals would never to be mean to my friend like I was there. But my actions were. And so it's like, you know, I'm very curious, like, Eddie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But you know, Daniel, unfortunately, you never got to experience the joyfulness of working for um, college football like we did in this environment under a certain head coach that we did that fostered oh. an environment of a lot of hate and animosity and bad stuff. And it's like everybody was like always upset with everybody else. So it's, no, I, I guess it's kind no. of hard, but I'm sure you can picture. No, no, I, I can because at the first oh, place go, that I take went it away. to, well, the first place that I went to, we had to do some of our own EQ stuff. And because, uh, you know, we weren't uh, top tier. Grinded. So we're a little, so some of our own. I mean, we still had like a, I guess, half EQ team, but a lot of it, like we had to kind of take care of ourselves, which is kind of worked out for me because I'm very particular about how I want certain things done, um, especially when it comes to like helmet and face mask stuff. And when I want all that done, like, I, in a particular way, I have a way of going about it, but in terms of that, but I think to back to the original point outside of all of that, I'm, um, I don't know. I feel like there's this lapse of, cause I wouldn't say what you were necessary. I don't know. For me, I just would see that more of a lapse of judgment than anything. Cause yeah. Uh, we have his a, actual character yeah right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, i don't i, I don't think like, it's either like one of the two being an issue or a lapse of character or anything i just think it's a lapse of 
judgment. Do you think it's that plausible to say that when I was at work, I was not who I usually am? I think so, but I don't want to use that as an excuse for all the shit that I also do. No, I think in certain situations, you kind of protect yourself in a way. And I think that's one situation where you did as much as you could mentally in one way was like kind of like you didn't have the energy to like be who you normally are. So it kind of came off of that. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I was definitely in survival mode every time I walked in there. Yeah. But I was going to say, so one thing, let me say two things. I forget what the second one was, but the one thing was. We're going to tell them the jacket story. Does that have anything? Oh, I might say that too. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But no, no, no. The first thing was, I, I think I see it all the time on Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, whatever. It comes up every now and then. It was like, it's always like the first thing you think is environment, is the environment what it's taught you, right? And the second thing you think or do is who you are. So like, you know, you see, you see I don't, don't want to be a dick, but I'll, I'll use my own people for this. You see like some you know, Mexican come up, low, like pants low, past the knees, got the high socks, that kind of thing, right? You guys see some tattoos. Yeah, you go, ooh, I don't want to be around them. Like, that's the environment thought. And then afterwards, like, nah, nah, they're just humans, bro. You don't know their story. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of stuff. So I feel like in that situation, Bryce, you realized, yeah, bro, like, this was just not a great judgment play by me, I think, to Daniel's point. That's my bad. So I don't think it's a bad character thing. I think that's something that yeah. everyone goes through. It's, it's those immediate reactionary thoughts that we're kind of uh, conditioned to. And then it's like realization, like, no, that's not who I am. That's not what I want to be about. And it takes yeah. conscious effort to work on your character and those strengths to be able to like override that consistently. Dude, I, looking back, I question if I was just, I think I look like Huckle and Jai or Huckle and Clyde. I don't know. Huckle and Jekyll and Hyde. Jekyll and Hyde, sorry. God, <laughs> Jekyll and Hyde, because like looking back at just the stuff I would do and how I would act in EQ, it's not Bryce Wynn at all. I mean, like, like we have a certain friend that, you know, works in athletic training and like part of the running joke when you're loading the truck as an equipment manager, I don't know if you've ever seen us do it, Eddie. We try to break their stuff. I mean, we're throwing their stuff as hard as we can at the back of the truck. We're making it hard for them to get it out because the reasoning I always use because they didn't, they never helped us load it. You know, we were lucky sometimes that they put it in the hallway for us to put on the truck. So it was like F you type thing. And, whoa, whoa, you know, whoa. like for your own team or the opposite? No, like the Oregon athletic trainers, if we on a good week, they would leave their stuff in the hallway on a better week. They would put it in front of the truck, but they never helped load it. And okay. so out of frustration or being upset with the situation, we would throw that stuff down as hard as we could. We would make, we would put the barrels, the little Gary barrels at the very back end of the truck. So they would literally have to climb over everything to get it. Yeah. First of I all, mean, we re- yeah, definitely be dicks, but I, I understand the environment you're in. I do. And I, I don't know if maybe our audience does, oh, but you'd have to be there to fully understand. I know, I know. But the second thing on. I'll say about that is this, I think it's to Daniel's earlier point when you're in that environment, especially around people that are like that consistently you kind of like behave like that. you know what i mean you got i mean daniel said that earlier right yeah. but i think in this situation too though if you're in survival mode if you're i think if you're in survival mode you're not 
performing to your own highest capacity. And this is something that I'll bring back to positive psychology. When you're the negativity and the negative stuff that we do isn't always like to be a dick, although it comes off as that. Sometimes it just helps us survive and get by. But it isn't until that we were able to flip that and try to insert a little more positive vibes and emotions that we're able to like actually go beyond that and make changes. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, so to Daniel's point, it's like trying to get out of the situation. I know you couldn't, this is different, but you know what I mean? Like that's kind of getting that. Yeah. Cause yeah, essentially I think if you get thrown in a lion's cage, you got two options. You can be a meat or you can be a lion. Yeah. And you may not be proud to be that lion, but or you, you also don't want to be that. You do nothing. Stanford yeah. prison experiment. Stanford, <laughs> Stanford prison experiment. Yeah, being a rock. For those that have studied there. that. I don't know. It depends on how much effort you give to being a rock. <laughs> Just going to. Uh... <laughs> yeah, transformation. Yeah. Transformation. Juice. Bro, I wish. I wish, man. Daniel, I wish you could have. I wish you could have spent a week with me at Eddie. And then I think. I mean, I think you would be fine, but like you would also understand just a little bit of being rock really wasn't an option where we were at. It's it was def- you know, you get choices, you get A or B. There's no C choice, man. Well, that's when you make bro. your C choice. Bro, it didn't work like that. That's what I'm trying to Dan, you would be in fist fights then. That's how that would end. You would be fighting. Oh, I'm getting I, the call. Hey. I never said yeah. the rock. <laughs> never yeah, the fight. You're not going to fight nine eat. people. A lion tries to bite the rock. They're losing their teeth. Bro, yeah. no, not not when nine lions attack. But that's Bro, a rock is a story. rock. It doesn't matter how many lions. You know what? You know what? We'll, we'll do an EQ and a, a coaches, a student coaches day in the life episode, <laughs> and we'll dive more into that. But, uh, yeah, we're kind of at our 15-minute mark. We're trying to make these episodes a little more – easier for people to listen to and so with that does anybody have any final thoughts they want to speak on about character rock quick line. tidbit wait what did you say daniel rock, rock, rock um i was Rocky. gonna say so like i don't know if anyone for audience or you guys has heard this before this is a quote attributed to aristotle who was someone that did talk a lot about character back in back in the days a western philosopher famous blah 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 he's from greece um, he said, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is, an, is not an act, but a habit. So I think, and he's also someone that wrote, I believe the Nicomanian Ethics, which was a really cool stuff. If anyone gets a chance, just do the quick notes. It is pretty complicated. My brother finally read it and I had to read part of it. But um, basically that point being, you know, as we talked about character, character is something that we can develop. It's something that becomes habitual because we do it again and again and again. And we try to learn from it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not always, we can't, you know, to Daniel's point, I'm always trying to be better is what he said. That's a, that's a form of character. He's showing high character by trying to do better, by trying to become self-aware of his own habits and things like that and changing for that. Like, I think that's, that's an example of being someone of high character um, and kind of rising to those occasions. So I think it's something just to think about Aristotle-wise that I really wanted to drop on everybody. Something that I kind of try to live up to sometimes. And it's not easy, but, you know, Try to strive for something, right? Daniel? No, I said my final thought already. Rock oh, oh right. <laughs> Rocky line. You know, I think I think at the end of the day, life is a bunch of choices, and obviously environments can affect that. But, you know, at the end of the day, you, you know, I think you always have a choice. And it comes to character, too. Uh, that would be my final say. So, with that, this has been Struggling with the Bums. You can check our website out 
where good, our good old buddy Eddie, who's put in major work, has gotten all, all of the episodes? Or we're pretty up to date, I know that. Yeah, we'll be yeah, up to date. We're very, yeah, we're up to date. Check out the website. You know, maybe we'll get creative and try some more with it later on. Well, yeah, on, the, on the website thing, I didn't make the website, all right? We contracted my good friend, yes. Daniel. Yes. Another shout Daniel. To, another another Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big shout out to him. We'll probably credit him once it's up uh, and once this episode's up and stuff. So you'll see that. But yeah. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, and also check us on our social media. Uh, uh, bums at, at the bums underscore dot ms. Yeah, underscore MS. Yeah. Yeah, underscore MS. Yes, I'm finally getting this thing done. All right. <laughs> this has been Strong with the Bums. See you guys later. Peace.